Greetings Earthlings, today I'm back with a review of a brand new multi-pattern condenser microphone from a brand new company. The microphone we are looking at today is the Austrian Audio OC818, which has the exact same capsule as their cardioid version, the OC18. If you are interested in this microphone, it will cost you around $1,000. Like always, I'll throw some links down below. And for the majority of this review, I have the microphone connected directly to the Focusrite 18i 23rd Gen. My gain is set just at around 130, and I will not do any kind of post-processing, but I may boost it in post, so check the doobly-doo to see what I diddly did. And now let's talk about what comes in the box, but this one is too heavy and I don't want to break everything, so I can't throw it. I got to stand in box. Screw you, box. Dignity intact. First up, everything comes in a nice hard shell storage case. You will, of course, get the microphone. You'll get a shock mount as well as a firm non-shock absorbing mount as well as a 5 8 to 3 8 inch microphone stand adapter, a fat foam windscreen, a mini XLR to XLR cable, and we'll talk about why it comes with this a little bit later, and some documentation. And I also want to address that you are able to buy a Bluetooth controller, but that is an additional cost, and I will be demonstrating what that does a little bit later as well. Next up, as far as the build quality, the microphone feels absolutely amazing. It has an all-metal body as well as a multi-layer metal mesh grill. On the front of the microphone, you have three separate switches, one to switch between all of the different polar patterns or select the Bluetooth controller, another one for the 40, 80, or 160 hertz high-pass filter, and a negative 10 or negative 20 dB pad. Then on the rear of the microphone, you have this little rubber cover, and when you lift that, you'll find a mini XLR port that allows you to connect that mini XLR to XLR cable, so you have two XLR outputs from this microphone. Then as far as the specs, this microphone has a figure eight, super cardioid, cardioid, omnidirectional or custom programmable polar pattern, a frequency response of 20 hertz to 20 kilohertz, a sensitivity of around negative 38 dB, an impedance of 275 ohms, a self noise of only 9 dBA, a max SPL of up to 158 dB, and a phantom power requirement of plus 48 volts. Now I am speaking into the microphone on the cardioid polar pattern and here is how it sounds. I will go ahead and move around to 90 degrees so you can hear the off-axis rejection and coloration. We will continue around the microphone to 180 degrees. Here's how it sounds. Continuing around the microphone to the second 90 degree angle and then we will rotate and end at the front of the mic. Next up, I am speaking into the microphone on the omnidirectional polar pattern, and here is how it sounds. I will go ahead and move around to 90 degrees, which should not have a huge change in tone. We will continue around to 180 degrees, which has the exact same capsule as the front of the microphone. Continuing around the microphone to the second 90 degree angle, and then we will rotate and end at the front of the mic. Next, I am on the hypercardioid polar pattern, speaking into the front, and here is how it sounds. I will continue and rotate around to 90 degrees so you can hear the off-axis rejection and coloration. We will continue around to the 180-degree rear of the mic, another lobe of sensitivity here. Continuing around to the second 90-degree angle, here is how it sounds, and then rotating and ending at the front of the microphone. 
And lastly, we are on the figure eight polar pattern, speaking into the front of the microphone, and here is how it sounds. I will rotate to 90 degrees so you can hear the dead null area here. I will continue around to the second area of sensitivity, 180 degrees, continue around the microphone to the second dead area, and then I will rotate and end at the front of the microphone. Now let's go ahead and test the plosive rejection of this thing. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Now I am right on top of the microphone in the cardioid polar pattern so you can hear the proximity effect on this thing. About three inches away with the mic pointed at the corner of my mouth and here is how the audio sounds. About one foot away from the microphone, two feet away from the microphone, and about four feet away from the microphone. Yes, I'm wearing sweatpants. Do not judge me. Now I have the microphone on the cardioid polar pattern and I am typing on a keyboard with Gatoron blue switches to see how much of my voice versus how much of the keyboard it picks up. And for you elite gamers, here I am typing on the sad W keys. Here is how the microphone sounds on the cardioid polar pattern in a well-treated room. And here is how the microphone sounds in a completely untreated room on the cardioid polar pattern. And here is how the microphone sounds on the hypercardioid polar pattern in a well-treated room. And here is how the microphone performs in a completely untreated room on the hypercardioid polar pattern. Next, I am right on top of the microphone on the cardioid polar pattern to really accentuate the proximity effect and demonstrate what the high-pass filters on this microphone can do. So right now, I do not have any high-pass filter engaged, and here is how the microphone sounds. Now I have engaged the 40 Hz high-pass filter, which shouldn't really affect the tone of the recording or my voice. All it will really do is reduce any kind of unnecessary low-end information, like rumble from an AC or anything like that, below 40 Hz. Next, I have engaged the 80 Hz high-pass filter, which does start to affect the tone of my voice a little bit in the lower frequencies, but not too drastically. It mainly just cleans up the low-end quite a bit. And lastly, I have turned on the 160 Hz high-pass filter, which should reduce a lot of the low-end information, and it will start to affect spoken word recordings quite a bit. Now I want to go ahead and tap the microphone's body to see if there are any kind of inherent resonant frequencies. Now I am tapping on the desk to see how well the provided shock mount does at rejecting that. And I am now tapping on the boom arm to see how much of that noise the provided shock mount can reject. Now I want to demonstrate how much the provided windscreen affects the tone of the microphone. So currently I am on the cardioid polar pattern. I do not have a high pass filter engaged and here is how the audio is sounding. And now I have installed the big fat foam windscreen and here is how it sounds. You can tell that it does seem to tame a little bit of the higher frequencies and I think it actually sounds pretty nice with this foam windscreen installed, but here is how it sounds. Next, I want to demonstrate a little bit of a quirk that I noticed with the pad switch on this microphone over the last few months. So currently I am talking and I do not have a pad engaged and I will go ahead and switch on the negative 10 dB pad, which I have just done, and I will continue to talk 
and you can tell that it does not become attenuated by 10 dB immediately, it slowly seems to attenuate that. It's very gradual, and it takes a few seconds to fully come into effect, and I think that now we do have a full negative 10 dB attenuation. I am still at negative 10 dB, and I will switch to negative 20 and continue to talk to see how long it takes for that to come into effect. It seems like going from negative 10 to negative 20 is much quicker, and then I will switch to 0 dB so that we are not attenuating the signal with the pad at all. I will continue to talk for a little bit, and it takes a few seconds for the signal to come back to full strength. That's just something a little bit strange that I have not experienced on other microphones. I just wanted to make you aware of that in case you get this and you have the same thing that you don't think it's broken because I sent them a service ticket thinking that this was broken. Turns out it's not. It just takes a few seconds to actually engage that pad. And now I want to do a very quick demonstration and test of the OC818 running through the Focusrite 18i20, and then I will run the microphone through a Neve preamp into my Universal Audio X8 so you can hear what kind of differences you could expect out of this microphone if you run it through some nicer gear. So currently I'm running the microphone through the Focusrite 18i20. My gain is set at around 1.30 or 2 o'clock. And here is how the audio sounds. And now let's jump to the nicer stuff. And now I have the microphone running through the Rupert Neve Portico 5017 preamp. 36 dB of gain, no compression, no silk. And that is running into the Universal Audio X8. And now I have engaged the silk circuit on the 5017. And lastly, I will go ahead and engage the compressor to get a little bit of compression to see what this microphone can do when it's run through some higher end gear to give you an idea of what you could expect if you are running through something similar. Next, I want to do a quick comparison between the OC818 and a couple of its competitors so you can hear how this microphone stacks up against what else is on the market. So first up, I am speaking into the 818 on the cardioid polar pattern, no filters engaged, and here is how the audio is sounding. First microphone we have is the SE Electronics, SE4400A. I am at the exact same distance, exact same gain setting, and here is how it compares to the Austrian audio. Make sure to check the lower third so you can see if I boost them differently in post. We are back on the OC818 so you can hear this mic before we jump to the next mic in the comparison lineup. Next we are on the AKG C414, is that how it goes? Exact same distance, exact same gain setting, check the lower third, but AKG is the company that the folks that founded Austrian Audio started at. They worked at AKG before founding Austrian Audio. How cool is that? Again, we are back on the Austrian audio microphone at the same distance with my gain at around 130, just to reacclimate your ears to how this mic sounds before we jump to another one. Next, we are on the AKG C414 XLS, same distance, same gain setting, no filters, no pads, and we are on the cardioid mode, and here is how the audio compares to the Austrian audio. I bet you never would have thunk it, but we are back on the Austrian audio microphone so you can hear how this sounds before we go to another mic. So let your ears hear this. Hear what I am saying. Hear the tone of what I am saying through your headphones. Next microphone. And next we are on the Neumann TLM 103 at the exact same distance with the exact same gain setting. And here is how the German sound compares to the Austrian sound. Which one do you prefer? Let me know. 
And one last time, we are back on the 818 so you can hear how this microphone sounds before we jump to another microphone to compare it to. And lastly, I am speaking into the Neumann U87AI at the exact same distance with the exact same gain settings. And you may be thinking, well, this isn't a direct competitor to the Austrian audio, Bandrew. Why the hell are you including it? To put it bluntly, I paid a lot of money for the Neumann and I need to put it in as many videos as possible so I can get my money's worth. That's why. It's like they know what they're doing there They just keep on making mics They sound so good, it's not that fair I need to see their secret lair Cause he was a skater boy uh, actually, no, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry at all. I will not apologize for this. All right, so now I have the main XLR port running out of the 818 into channel 3 of my Universal Audio X8. Then I have the mini XLR cable connected. That is connected to a longer XLR cable, and that is running into channel 4 of my Universal Audio X8. What you are hearing right now is what I am actually recording. The main XLR cable is recording the front capsule of the microphone and the mini XLR output is recording the rear capsule of the microphone. So here is a Logic Pro session that I just created. I have a single stereo track which I have dragged that raw dual capsule output onto. So let me go ahead and pop open this plugin here is what it looks like. I will play this audio sample and then switch on the plugin in the default settings so you can hear what it does to it. All right, so now I have the main XLR port running out of the 818 into channel three of my Universal Audio X8. So you can tell that it automatically turns that dual capsule output into what you would expect out of a mono microphone. It takes the information from the front and the rear capsule, and it allows you to adjust the polar pattern in post-production. So currently, the microphone is set to the omnidirectional pattern, but the crazy thing about this is it kind of looks like a multi-band compressor, and that's because you're able to adjust the polar pattern based on specific frequency ranges. So I can make the bass, figure eight. I can make the low mids, cardioid. I can make the high mids a supercardioid or a hypercardioid. Another really cool feature about this is that it has a proximity control. So you are able to actually boost the proximity effect or tame the proximity effect. So I will play a little bit more of this and play around with this control while it's playing. <laughs> 
microphone and the mini XLR output is recording the rear capsule of the microphone. I also want to note that I have linked channels 3 and 4 of my interface and both channels are getting 34 dB of gain. So that's a really brief rundown of the Austrian audio polar pattern designer, which I think is a crazy feature to have. Really cool stuff. Now I have the Bluetooth adapter connected to the OC818. I have the Polar Pilot software installed on my phone, and I have my phone synced to that adapter. The first control that I have in this app is the ability to adjust the polar pattern. So currently I am in the cardioid mode. I will go ahead and switch it to omnidirectional. It starts to think while it transfers that data to the microphone to change the pattern. And after about 15 seconds, that data has been transferred to the Bluetooth controller. And now as I move around the microphone, it should be in an omnidirectional polar pattern. Additionally, beneath that, we have the ability to adjust the high pass filter or the pad. So I will go ahead and switch on the 160 hertz high pass filter and now you should hear it with that high pass filter engaged. Also at the very bottom of the app you will see the override during the last minute display. That will tell you if you clip the microphone. So if you were in a live situation or in a studio and you wanted to control the microphone from a distance you could see if you were overriding the microphone's capsule and then go ahead and engage the negative 10 or negative 20 decibel pad. Takes a little bit to engage that, but now it's engaged. Thank goodness because there's a helicopter outside and people are banging on the freaking roof or something. It's crazy. All right. I think that Austrian Audio has released an instant classic. I absolutely love this microphone. And first up in terms of pros, bruh. <laughs> Come on. The dual output on this thing it's absolutely amazing the folks over in austria at austrian audio and lewitt are doing so many cool things and innovating so if either of those companies are watching please keep doing it we love it it is so cool to see these new extremely useful features really like what y'all are doing there on the note of that, another pro is the insane versatility of this mic with all of the polar patterns, the high pass filters, the pads, but also having the ability to adjust the polar pattern in post or adjust it from a phone from across the stage or in the control room while you're recording in a studio. Just all around an insanely versatile and extremely useful mic. It also has a very respectable self noise of only 9 dBA and lastly the accessories, the microphone mounts, the storage box, everything is incredibly well built and I love the fact that they included that small mount in the box as well. A lot of companies seem to forget that but when you're throwing a microphone in a small space like my box of doom which is what I use to record my guitars, that small mount is incredibly useful. So I love the fact that they included pretty much everything you could think that you might need. And then in terms of cons, um, I don't really have anything that I don't like about this microphone. I suppose one con could potentially be the delay and the engagement of the pad. 
just account for that and it's not a con, but it's something you should be aware of at least. So what are my overall thoughts of this microphone? On the electric guitar, I absolutely loved it. In the upper end, it had just the right amount of bite and aggressiveness without sounding harsh. The low end was thick and warm, but it was very tight and responsive at the same time. It wasn't muddy or messy down there. And also, when I got to the upper register of the guitar, where it might start to get a little bit sharp and shrill, it remained smooth and pleasing the entire time. Then on the acoustic guitar, it just sounds so incredibly well balanced. It captured just the right amount of articulation and attack in the upper end. The low end was nice and tight and warm. The midsection was pleasing and natural sounding. All around, again, I loved it on the acoustic guitar. Then for singing, I found the mic to be very, very detailed. It picked up all the nuance and articulation of my voice and what I was saying. Maybe it did lean a little bit towards being sibilant when I said my S's, but all around, I think it is a very usable singing microphone. And lastly, for spoken word, can I just throw adjectives at you? Smooth, balanced, clear, pleasing, detailed. I absolutely loved it for spoken word. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I think I may like it better than the U87, but don't tell anybody. That will tick people off. I love how this microphone sounded on everything that I threw at it. So would I recommend the Austrian Audio OC18 or 818? 100% absolutely yes. To say something I've already said, I think that Austrian Audio has made an instant classic. It seems like they took everything that they learned at AKG and modernized it and improved upon it. To my ears, I think they made a better sounding, more well-balanced, and all-around more versatile microphone compared to what the modern 414s on the market are able to offer. This microphone is just so fully featured, and all of those features work extremely well. There don't seem to be any compromises on this microphone, and I cannot wait to see what Austrian Audio does in the future when they roll out higher-end microphones and maybe more affordable microphones. It's incredible what they have done here. And that is going to wrap up for today, but gosh darn it, what a fun review. It's always so much fun when I get to test out a microphone that I end up falling in love with. But let me know in the comments down below, did you love this microphone as much as me? Or do you think any of the mics that I compared it against fared better? Let me know down below. I also wanted to take a second and offer a sincere thank you to everybody who watches this channel. It was five years ago today that I released my first review and it was of a bag. I never thought when I released that video that five years I would still be making videos or reviewing amazing audio gear every single week. So thank you so much for the last five years. It has been amazing and a dream come true. And here is to five more years and I plan on screaming at you about audio gear until the day I drop dead. So thank you all so, so much. But with that being said, if you found this video fun, interesting, or helpful, Go ahead and give me a thumbs up. If you hated it, give me a big old thumbs down. If you want more videos, you can subscribe by clicking that logo down beneath me. And don't forget to hit that bell icon. If you want to hang out in the Discord server, talk about microphones, talk about audio gear, 
podcastage.com slash discord. And if you want to support the channel and become one of these amazing people over here, you can do so by clicking that join button and joining at the $5 tier or higher. They really do help me continue to bring you these videos and I wouldn't be able to review mics like this without them. So thank them so much. I thank them so much. Thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.